Welcome back to the podcast. This is Casey. I'm Jill. We are two Gen Xers and a microphone. So Jill, just a couple weeks ago, you and I got to participate in a fancy fundraiser. Yes, very nice evening. Yes, we put on our fanciest of clothes, had a nice dinner, got to dance with a mediocre band. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes, we did. <laughs> and... Uh, found a few things during the night quite interesting, one being the topics of conversation that really were sparked by the MC. Yes, and I remember I was sitting near your mother okay. at the table, mm-hmm. and we're eating dinner, and the MC is talking, and one of the words that she kept repeating was diarrhea. Yes, I remember I started counting how many times she said the word diarrhea as we were being served our dinner and looking around the table in a little bit of horror and also um, that awkward laugh, right? I've invited this table full of my fancy friends to come and have a great meal, learn about a great fundraiser that's happening, and the MC is talking about diarrhea at dinner at dinner yes so this really I think that mom nailed it like what would be appropriate dinner conversation so Jill I think we should really dive into this and talk about what is appropriate and inappropriate to talk about when at a fancy dinner when in mixed company maybe just one-on-one, and like what What are all those variables? What do you think? Yeah, and you know, it's funny because it takes me back to the dinner table growing up. Yes! Because there were certain things where you don't talk about that. Mm-hmm. And number one, bodily functions. Right. Farts and burps. Right. You know, that's not dinner conversation. Not, yeah, don't do it at the dinner table. Right. Definitely don't talk about it. Exactly. Yes, you're going to need to excuse yourself, and you're definitely not going to bring up the topic. Right. And the reason is because it's disgusting. Yes, it is. And you can lose your appetite. For sure. And you know, this is the thing that you're taught when you're young. (laughs) You've got to remember it. Your mom told you for a reason. Remember it. Yes. Don't do this. Don't do that. Yeah. And I would go so far as beyond bodily functions, anatomy in general. Yes. Current or future medical procedures that you might be anticipating. Right. Recent surgery that you had in full graphic detail. Mm -hmm. Like, all of those should just be off the table. Yeah, that's your your personal body. (laughs) That is not necessary to talk about. Right. Yeah, in a mixed company, you know, it's something different if you're with your friends that you know very well. Yes. And they're concerned about, hey... Tell me about that last that's right. colonoscopy that you had. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> then or, it's okay. That's right. Yes. And also I would say could be an okay topic for the table, maybe not during the meal. Yes. Right. 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 Hey, you think we could put that off until after we finish our food? Right. Yes. Yeah. Timing. Yes. Timing, Timing could be, be everything. everything. Absolutely. Absolutely. All right, what other topics do you say are off limits? I think. Or questions. Or questions. So, 
Um, definitely no off-color jokes. Okay. Everyone has a different sense of humor. Yes. You don't know these people mm-hmm. at the table. Right. The sense of humor you have, they might find that it's, you know, sophomoric. So, yeah, you need to definitely keep those off-color jokes mm-hmm. to yourself. I agree. Again, I think there's a time and a place for everything in, in mixed company or um, any time that you could leave a bad impression. Again, with that's typically within mixed company. Just don't do it. Don't do it. You know, right. the, the risk is not worth it. No, in my opinion. No, it's not. Some people yes. think they have to be the jokester, mm-hmm. and it's not. You'll get those um, laughs that are not really laughs at all. They're mm-hmm. like a pity, yes, a pity laugh, right? And then it's awkward for everyone because even usually the person that gives the pity laugh is like, "I didn't know what to do. Like I was trying to diffuse it, but it really wasn't funny." Yeah, yeah. So right. don't do it. Don't, don't do, do it. it. How about just don't do it? Yeah. I think other people's gossip should not be yours to talk about. That's and especially true. with people that may not know who you're talking about, or even if they do know. Like, let let people tell their own stories and you not be the source of gossip. Right. Yeah, there's nothing worse than turning facts into opinions mm-hmm. and getting a swirl mm-hmm. of bad information floating around. Right. You know, and... Like you said, it's not your news to tell. Right. Yeah. And you don't want to have someone's mind tainted with your opinion. Right. right. So, yeah, definitely keep that off the table. And I would say one other thing is, you know, don't talk about the latest news headlines if because most of the times they're negative. Right. So there's no need to bring up, oh, did you see we have another shooting in town mm-hmm. today? Because that can just bring up, you know, um, bad conversations, get people in an emotional state. Right. And it's not a positive avenue for a conversation. I agree. I think we also need to keep in mind, like, why are you in this mixed company? What, what's, the, what's the purpose? What's the intention? Why were you invited? And often it's a celebration. It's a family gathering. It's a fancy fundraiser where you get to put on a pretty dress or a nice suit, right? And so do you really want to bring that negative energy into the room, like sucking the life out of what could be a really fun, happy, celebratory time? Right. You're going to find that people are distancing themselves from you. Right. Yeah. Yes. They'll be nice at the beginning and then they'll be like, okay, (laughs) right. I'm going to float over here Mm -hmm. to this group. Right. So Jill, have you ever been in mixed company at a dinner party, at a fancy fundraiser, what it be it, whatever it may be, and had that one person that just asks you the most inappropriate question? Uh, You kind of get put on the spot Mm -hmm. and it's very uncomfortable. Yes. And you, I, a lot of times I don't know what to say. Yes. And so I, I really don't like to be put on the spot that someone could be that brazen. Right. Um, so a lot of times I'll try to defray to a different topic. Okay. You know, oh, you really meant to ask me this. (laughs) Right. Yeah. Yeah. Let's talk about this. I feel more comfortable talking Mm -hmm. about this. Sure. But yeah, there's sometimes where 
you're kind of, it's so brazen that you're caught off guard. Right. And you're speechless. And again, why are you in this company? Why have you been brought together? Is this really an appropriate topic to be broaching with someone? Especially if you're really idle chit-chat is perfectly acceptable or no chit-chat. It's, it's okay if maybe there's none. Right. That could be an acceptable alternative. So I want to share with you a couple of things that I have been asked and even just most recently and what I think should be or could be asked instead. Okay. And maybe you have a list as well. I'm certain you've gotten some of these along the way. <laughs> I love it when in mixed company at a family function, any time of the year, I am asked and I say love with all sorts of sarcasm. Why aren't you married? Oh, yes. Mm-hmm. And I love it especially when it comes from someone who really doesn't know me who just is really trying to make chit-chat and they notice that I am not with anyone if I choose not to bring a date or if I've chosen just to have a group of friends come with me wherever I'm going. And I, because I think really a different way of asking that is even tongue-in-cheek, like, ooh, have you been, you know, Facebook um, status change? Have you had a recent change? Is this... Instagram worthy? Do you have a growing relationship? There's so many other ways to ask it as opposed to why aren't you married? I will say most recently when I was asked this, it was kind of a showstopper because I said it is for opportunities like this when we are having forced family fun that the awkwardness of being asked this question comes out and I get to answer because I don't want to be, and put everybody in an awkward spot. So thank you for contributing to asking the most awkward question of me. Right. Right? Like, holy smokes. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that you can ask another question that gets you more on a friendly basis with someone. Yes. Like, hey, tell me about the last concert you went to. Yeah. Do you have any recommendations for good movies? Right. You know, because then that opens up the avenue for, oh, why do you really like that action thriller? Mm -hmm. Or, yeah, that kind of music. I really like that music. And, oh, I went to the concert with so-and-so. Who's my blah, blah, blah. Yes. And that way it can be drawn out of you without that direct ask. Because, again, it might just not be appropriate to just blurt those questions out depending on where you are. Right. And especially at a dinner party. Yeah, and that goes along the lines with someone who recently just got married. Oh, when are you having kids? Exactly. It's none yes. of your business. None of your business. You know, maybe they're trying and they're having trouble. Mm-hmm. Maybe they've decided they're not going to have right. kids. It is not mm-hmm. your business. I really, and we'll get into some tips for these conversations, because I really like to think about what might I be asked, especially if I haven't seen some of the people that I might be interacting with in a while. And I am almost always asked, why don't I have kids? Why aren't I married? Um, And it just always shocks me when people have the nerve to ask that, but then also don't appreciate that I might not want to talk about that. Right. This is not a one-on-one conversation at the dining room table, just two people. Mm -hmm. This is at a fancy fundraiser, at a family party, 
whatever in mixed company have a little respect for what someone may not want to have a conversation about. And I think sometimes the easy questions to go to are, oh, where do you work? Yes. Do you have kids? Those are, you know, mm-hmm. kind of like basic questions. Yes. And instead, I would say challenge yourself to ask something else. Yes. You know, tell me, hey, tell me about the best vacation spot you've been to. I love that. You know, mm-hmm. we're looking to go somewhere. Mm-hmm. I really want something tropical or yes. I want something adventurous. Um, so, you know, that opens up a whole new avenue to go forward with on a conversation. Right. I loved it when you talked about don't bring up current events. I think something that you might be able to say is, what would your headline be this week? Right? What have you been doing? What's new? A different way of asking that is, what would your headline be? Mm -hmm. So, and it may, you know, people might not be able to think that quickly on the spot, but it, I love the challenge, right? Think differently. Do differently in this company of people and try not to go for the easy, what could be awkward question to someone, but think about, would you want to answer that if your situation wasn't what it was, right? So I think about, well, it's easy to ask someone about what they do for a living if you do something for a living. Right. If you have children, it's easy to ask, do you have children? Mm Mm-hmm. Or when are you going to have children, right? Because you think that you're creating common ground, but you're really not. You might be asking some really, really awkward questions. Yeah, I just think that we can evolve into a better conversation Mm -hmm. if we ask some lighthearted questions. Right. You know, tell me about the most fun you've had this week. Right. What made you laugh this week? Yes. What's on your Spotify playlist this week? There you go. Right? I love that these, a lot of apps, the update is they're doing the year in review since Mm -hmm. we're in December, which this probably won't air till January, listeners, so we know. We know. We know. We know. But I love that they have done like your past 12 months. Oh, and speaking of, a little plug for us, Jill, two of my coworkers, Two Gen Xers and a microphone was the number one listened to podcast for them in the past month. All Two of them. Right. I know. Woo. All right. I know. We were rock stars. Yes. We were rock stars. Yes. Okay. So I love how you were thinking about what else can you ask. Let's think about what other tips we would have for our listeners if they find themselves in that awkward situation. How do you get out of those questions? What tips do we have? How do you... Also, ask appropriate questions at a, again, fancy fundraiser, a family holiday, or just a family gathering, any time that there is mixed company. What tips do you have for that? Um, so this is like the boom, the bomb that you want to lay down when you don't want to ask, answer a question. And you told this to me. I love it. I probably won't <laughs> say it correctly. Okay. And I think it came from Maya Angelou. Yes. But if someone asks you something that you don't want to answer, you say, we're just not going to have the opportunity to discuss that right now. And I love it. I'm a huge fan of Dr. Maya Angelou. Angelou, right? We just heard the pronunciation. We did. That's so funny. Uh, And when I heard that she would say this when someone might come up and want a photo with her, 
and that wasn't part of what was happening or they might want an autograph or if she were just trying to have lunch by herself and she just wanted to be left alone i love the grace that comes with we're just not going to have the opportunity to do that not condescending no matter of fact that that's just not going to happen and it's a very kind way of saying pound sand yes Yes, it is. Because I do believe it is perfectly acceptable to say no to a topic. If it makes you uncomfortable, if those off-color jokes that the not-so-great person at your table is telling are offensive, it's okay to shut that down or to say, we're not going to have an opportunity to tell jokes like that any longer tonight. Right? Right. You can turn this, we're just not going to have the opportunity into just about anything. And I'm so glad that I heard that that was an option. I've said it at work a few times. I have given it to other friends. Like, how should I approach this? This is this is how I have come to approach things. That we're just not going to have the opportunity to do that. Yeah, that that is like gold. I me. agree. I agree. I love that. I think another thing that is very helpful if, like me... Meeting new people or interacting with people that maybe you haven't seen for a while, so you may not be as comfortable with them. It's okay to have some topics in your back pocket. What are those conversation topics, those conversation starters that you could carry a conversation on that you may be a little bit more well-versed? It's okay to have that. And if that eases the awkwardness, all the better. Yeah, I think... Think about where you've been spending your time. Mm-hmm. What are your hobbies? Yes. You know, where maybe you volunteer somewhere. Mm-hmm. Maybe you've learned something new. You've taken up a new sport. You've joined a new book club. Mm-hmm. Um, think about the things that you enjoy because then it will come natural. Agreed. I heard from another presenter one time that when talking about yourself... You should give people just enough to pique their interest or to seem intriguing, but not enough for them to form an opinion. And I think that that is key when you're trying to find commonality or connecting to people. So I try desperately when in mixed company to make sure that people know each other. Hey, have you met so-and-so? Or hey, maybe you don't remember this person. Because I know sometimes names are difficult for people too. Yes. But I also, and I think it's out of my own awkwardness, is I really want there to be a connection quickly because I do have that social awkwardness when it comes again to new people. Like, or yes. again, like I haven't been around you or maybe I don't know you as well. And I'm just sit- sitting there staring like, oh my gosh, what should I say? What should I say? What should I say? I did not put my conversation topics in my mind, right? Yeah. So then what is it that you can say about someone at your table that is just intriguing enough that gets the other person asking questions about who you're making a connection for? Right, right. And because you want people to be comfortable. Yes. And easy. You want the conversation to flow. That's right. You know, so, you know, pets, that's always a good topic. I like it. You know, do you have any pets or what's mm-hmm. your favorite kind of dog? Mm-hmm. Um, if you um, are a cat person, you right. know, um, what's your favorite YouTube cat video or something mm-hmm. like that? Yeah. Yeah, you just want people to be comfortable to kind of let their hair down 
and just let the conversation flow. I agree. Well, I think we've covered quite a few things that will help our listeners figure out how they can be most appropriate in mixed company at a fancy fundraiser, at a dinner party, and avoid the topic of diarrhea. Yes, that's a no-go. No-go. All right. Well, we hope you've enjoyed listening, and with that, we're going to leave you on a high note with hope. Bye-bye. If your life didn't turn out how you thought it would, you are in the right place. If you're confident that life turned out exactly as it was supposed to, then tell us what you'd like to discuss and why. You can reach us at two Gen Xers and a mic. That is the number two, G-E-N-X-E-R-S-A-N-D-A-M-I-C at gmail.com.